Hello, and welcome to Lost in the Story. This is uh, what I'm going to be calling episode zero, so you can get to know me a bit more. Hi, my name is Wesley Marshall, and I am a voice actor in the greater Los Angeles area, and I guess I just want to take this time to sort of explain this podcast, why I came up with it, and sort of what my journey has been up to this point. I have loved like cartoons and genre storytelling probably since I was five years old. Um, uh, there's a few specific memories where where I realized there were people doing the voices behind those characters. Uh, one of which was in the 90s. There was on Cartoon Network, they were repackaging Looney Tunes cartoons all the time. And one of the ones they did was uh, Tune Heads, I believe it was called. It, it would set up a, a, a well-known clip from a Merry Melodies or a Looney Tunes, and it would explain sort of the history and the connotation and the context for which the short was made. And then they would play it, and then they would talk about it a bit more afterwards. And in one of those, they talked about Mel Blanc, who was the first the first time I heard of a voice actor being attached to a character. And he was the one who really drove home that people should be credited. Now, sort of backfired in his case, because for many years, he was the only person credited at the top of Looney Tunes, but there are people like June Foray, who played Granny on the original Looney Tunes, and um, Arthur Q. Bryan, who was Elmer Fudd, and Stan Freeberg, who did a bunch of other voices that are not popping in my head right now. And that sort of piqued my interest of that stuff in the beginning. When I was around five, I also wanted to do art. I wanted to draw. I wanted to do comic books or something like that, or animation. And I also discovered anime through Toonami, and from about the ages of 5 to 16, I, I was like, I'm going to do art. That's going to be my thing. I went to a school locally where I was growing up with a teacher who taught at San Jose University, or, or San Jose State, I'm sorry, and uh, also did in-between animations for a lot of big movies. And I was pretty sure I was going to do that. And I also liked music and television. And then there was a, so then when I was around 15, I started playing guitar. And I had played in band when I was, you know, in elementary school. And then I was playing guitar and teaching myself and taking lessons then. And then I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to write music or I'm going to produce or I'm going to engineer. And so I really focused on that. And then I went to college starting in 2010. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. So I spent two years going for that as my, my major at my community college. And then um, on my last, what would have been my last semester or maybe I had a couple more I learned there was a class that I didn't pass. And I had to take it again. I'm like, you know what? No. And then around that time, I found that I wanted to maybe do something in entertainment. My my family worked it works in entertainment, and I was like, but I I want to do something that will be meaningful to me. So I, I started tasting and going to different places. I worked as an intern at the at Nerdist when it first was starting as a live uh, theater thing. I worked for a guy named Chris Gore. For a while, I then I was taking classes at my community college, and then eventually going to CSUN to finish off that degree. But in that time, when I was deciding, around 2012, I heard a podcast which had Maurice LaMarche and Rob Paulson, respectively, on it, uh, who are Pinky in the Brain, Yako, a million characters in Futurama for Maurice LaMarche, and both of them. You've heard them your whole lives if you ever watch cartoons, and. 
I was like, oh, that's right. That's a career thing. And these guys do it. And I start listening to a podcast that Rob had called Talking Tunes. I was like, maybe this is what I want to do. So I started taking classes at my community college around 2012 with uh, Peggy O'Neill, who has been in anime and video games. And I was really bitten by that bug eight years ago now when I was around 20. And I was like, maybe this is what I'll do. And so I was still pursuing like the film stuff because I was almost done with that degree. And I was taking classes with industry professionals. And I, I eventually finished college in 2017. There was a period of time in which I sort of stopped pursuing voiceover because there was a period of time for reasons that we'll get into that I, I went into somewhat of a depression for two years. And eventually I, I, I came out of it and realized that I wasn't in a depression, even though I didn't realize it at the time. But in, in the next two years after that, I was like, maybe I should refocus, maybe take a break from voiceover, uh, as I've heard a lot of times, go live a life. And so I was like, you know what, I, I've really gotten in, I really got into collecting individual issues of comic books in 2016. I would go, you know, I, I still go to a shop every week and pick up comic books, the weekly comic books. In 2012, I started collecting, you know, uh, graphic novels and trade paperbacks. And prior to that, it was uh, reading manga. And so I was like, maybe I want to write a comic. Maybe I'll learn how to write a comic. And so in my last semester at CSUN, I was writing, I was in a episodic writing class. And at the time I was writing, I, I thought of a story and I was like, ooh, well, maybe I'll make this into an animated show. And I was working on it. And I was like, this is something I'm, I, I actually like and I might want to take it somewhere. And then when the semester was over, I was like, maybe I can convert this into a comic book. And so I took about two years, not with that in particular, but I, I learned, I read, I talked with professionals where I could. And I was like, you know what, maybe I'll do this. And then uh, life sort of happened in a weird way where um, I, I was out of a job towards the end of 2019. And I had to l move out of a place I was living. And I was out without a job for a while, and then I eventually I found work at a, a Twitch studio called uh, Hyper RPG, and I was still sort of in this mode of working on a demo, trying to find work at places. I had done oh, bits and pieces in anime here and there as background voices. I was a voice of a character for a short that was going around a circuit for a while. Uh, I started taking classes again uh, just to freshen up. I was sort of on a, a role where I felt like I, this is something I can do. And then I was working, I started working at Hyper in November of 2019. And I worked from November of 2019 to March 13th. I get an email that weekend saying, don't come in. And I have not been working there since. So then Corona hit, right? And I was like, well, what can I do? The class I was taking were like, maybe we should focus on doing audiobooks. And it was even prior to COVID. And we were doing that. And within the first week of or month of COVID, I booked an audiobook that I recorded for like two months. And I was sort of burned out after that. And then I was like, I still want to do something in animation. I started I started in September doing TikTok. I would read comic books out loud just to keep sharp with my reading skills. And then um, I was talking with a bunch of friends just about story, all the stuff that was happening in the world, how I would love to get into room with my friends and blue sky what we want to see in in media in genre going forward ways that are going to move things progressively and be representative of the world and you know there's still a lot of issues in sort of the systems and the 
the higher brass <laughs> being racist. And it sort of pitted against BIPOC. And, you know, as a, as a white guy, I'm like, I, I don't know what I can do. And I have a good number of friends who are, who are you know, BIPOC people. And talking with them, I was like, I, I would just love to, like, do a show where we can just, like, talk about story, about character, about what inspires you about those things. And then I came up with Lost in the Story, which with the easy central question of, <laughs> easy, what to you makes a great story? And then we had a we would have a free form conversation about that, and I think it's I think it's important that we hear all these voices. So like, my goal in this show, beside being able to talk to these people that I've met along my my journey so far, is to hear what their point of view is. And and so far, what I've recorded, there's been a lot of similarities, but a lot of differences in what people think and what's important to them. You know, I've I've had uh, hosts that do stuff in the pop culture sphere and absorb this media all the time, and ha I have their perspective. I've had uh, actors on, I've had writers on. I'm hoping to have a, a lot more of that variety, just because I think it's an, an important question. Because you know, there are a lot of important things going on right now, and you know, in the grand scheme of things, and you're like, well, wh what does media or story matter? And to me, I think it matters, and I, I say this I, I say this a handful of times in uh, across the episodes I've recorded. To me, genre is the vehicle by which we as a society can talk about difficult and important subjects in a palatable and fun way. And what I mean by that is that, you know, if I were to tell you this is what you should believe dead on, with some things, you know, you want to be blunt and straightforward, but sometimes you, you can't do that. Be, because people will be standoffish in that way. But the reason I think media and storytelling is so powerful, especially with, with genre, is that if you can do it in a subtle way with a, a sci-fi story, a fantasy story, and get under people's skin, they care about these characters and what they're going through, and then they're watching this and they're like, oh my god, I love this, and then you ask them about a, a certain subject that's in contention but shouldn't be, and you say, well, such and such is that and you sort of point that out to them and maybe you bring a new understanding and you make the world a bit better i mean we're not surgeons we're not frontline workers but i think media serves a media and storytelling in particular serve as a great tool for people at any point in their lives but especially for for kids I know a lot of the media that, that's coming out now, especially when we're talking about representation for LGBTQ+, and for just diversity across the board. If those stories existed when I was a kid or before, it would be a lot more equal in terms of how everyone is represented. But it's happening now, and that's good. We still have a lot to do. And I'm hoping that by having creators and creatives of all kinds being able to talk about it, that we can start a good conversation going forward. I have rambled enough. This is episode zero. I'll say this now because this will post probably the week before. But uh, our first episode is going to be KG Tang and Marcy Edwards. 
and uh, we have a fun conversation. And I'll be putting these out weekly on, on a Friday. The first one will be out on December 4th. If we're listening to this in an order, I think we are, that this will be out November 27th. So I might put it out on the... You know what? I'll probably put it out November 30th because I don't want it to fall on Thanksgiving. So thanks for listening. Be kind to each other. Be safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask when you go outside and Black Lives Matter. This has been Lost in the Story with your host, Wesley Marshall. Music composed by Chase Pathia, who you can follow on Twitter and TikTok at Chase Pathia and on Instagram at GamerComposer. His website is ChasePathia.com. Cover art for this podcast provided by Marcy Edwards, who you can follow on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Mary Hellscream. Thank you for listening. See you next time.